0: Bright idea. I'm back. Oh, she's back. Oh, she's back. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Nick Knight for covering me in the last episode. It was a scorcher. Is that the right word? A banger. <laughs> <Nine>. <laughs> it was a banger. <laughs> <laughs> it was on fire. <laughs> it was really good. And um yeah. It's just this new post-lockdown life. Uneeded. Yeah, you're too
1: busy, aren't you? Rushed off your feet.
0: <laughs> I'm being pulled up here, there, everywhere. Appearances.
1: You know what that it's London like. That London lifestyle, <laughs> not
0: us here in Open. <laughs> yeah, you're waiting on a jab every other week. We've got. Yeah. <laughs> we got jabs everywhere. <laughs> jab I've Actually, go. made a jab next to my Sainsbury's. Really. Done five minutes down the road. Jesus Christ! You I wouldn't, should just come you to wouldn't London even for. Yeah, just for a 12 jab. weeks yeah. just waiting <laughs> for the next one <laughs> yeah it's insane so how long have you been waiting for your jab now
1: well I could have got it end of June but then I had Covid then couldn't get it for a month and then basically I've been busy on well I think I've only actually maybe missed one when we were in Edinburgh because uh, it's only every other Sunday so we were in Edinburgh last Sunday so I couldn't get it and so I'm waiting for uh, the next Sunday
0: yeah a long time a coming yeah Big build up. <laughs> and am I right in thinking? I don't know if the listeners can hear this, but there's a little bit of gristle in your voice, a little bit of gravel in your throat. Sniffy. <laughs> a
1: sniffle whiffle. All I'm going to say is I, I'm desperately hoping it's not COVID again. The lateral <laughs> flows are saying it's not, but who knows? I could be wiped out yet again. Good night, Down.
0: <laughs> and now you've got another cold
1: yeah that's weak
0: and pathetic yeah <laughs> i was usually always the weak one with illness, on, like cards I know. And stuff. yeah how the this tables have turned it's just been
1: dreadful for my mm. health maybe it's the immune system <laughs> yeah glitched. but you are
0: taking those probiotics so yeah true maybe the only well, way is actually now. oh god that's embarrassing yeah, I mean. <laughs> um <laughs> And obviously, part of the other reason that we needed a slight breather from the pod because was because we saw each other in person for the second time within about three months.
1: Yeah, crazy. it was crazy. We were both surprised we had anything to say to each other, no.
0: weren't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought <you> said. <laughs> we were both so surprised we had nothing to say to each other. <laughs> yeah that was our main talking point though wasn't it because we were just in shock the whole time yeah
1: just talking about how much we could talk
0: talk. (laughs) 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 that lasted for days didn't it that that point that that combo point yeah (laughs) oh but it was good to have you ellie joined my family in edinburgh and then we went to a vegan hotel um for a yeah. five course tasting meal on the sunday so yeah pretty swanky it was weekend. divine
1: and um, the most full i've ever been but i do think we should highlight another scottish falafel scottish falafel oh, wrap yeah. option
0: yeah so we did have some five-star dining in the hotel but while we were in Edinburgh at the Fringe Festival, which if you've not been, you're missing out. I'm going to post some stuff on our social media about it because yeah. I love the Fringe. Everyone should go. I've been <laughs> over 10 years in a row with my family. And what? Um, but <laughs> we, Ellie joined us this year, went to a few acts. Then went on a night out. We ended up going to a load of really gothic places that were just playing like... Yeah, terrifying screaming mode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't fit in but occasionally they played Taylor Swift shake it off so that was good enough yeah one song in every ten we liked yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway to top the night off we managed to luckily luckily wiggle our way into the falafel wrap shop just before it closed last customers literally closing the shutters on us Mm. we wriggled in there Mm. (laughs) begging for falafel wrap we talked our way to two free falafel balls (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we had what we were told was the best falafel wrap in the whole of edinburgh and which, i think it's true yeah. i think we've now found the best in glasgow best in edinburgh yeah because i had that one on the way to see you yes yeah we've covered it all so yeah if you need falafel maybe wrap, this pod should actually just be about falafel
1: tasting oh, different one each week that would be
0: <laughs> what would we call it The Flaffle Girls. What the feature? (laughs) 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 Flaffle (laughs) Girls wrap yourselves up. (laughs) That would be a good jingle. (laughs) (laughs) This week is all about clothes, but not in the kind of conventional sense. Probably in a way that hasn't really been talked about much before
1: yeah exactly new ways to be sustainable in terms of clothing
0: well in terms yeah. of clothing and then in a different way in terms of what you would buy and yeah this really hit home this week because ellie shared with me the ipcc report which had some fairly hard-hitting facts i don't know if you want to yeah so this is
1: the most recent report that came out at the beginning of august and a few really urgent points that came out of it was that the pace of increasing temperatures is getting quicker and 90 percent of these increases are because of humans and it also states unless we take immediate rapid and large-scale action to reduce greenhouse emissions then the level of temperature increase could actually go above two degrees and at the moment we're aiming to keep it below 1.5 degrees but it could actually exceed two degrees if we go over two degrees well if we go over 1.5 degrees we're already seeing it that There's massive changes in our climate. We've seen it this year. Why was it freezing in May? Why have we had random thunderstorms at different times of the year? All these things are going to escalate and become major problems. We don't want this temperature to increase. We need to keep it down. And to be honest, I don't think we can trust governments to take all the action. We've got to do something about it.
0: What's a little thing, like a swap that somebody could do if they're listening today? What's, What's one small thing? And then we'll get on to the interview.
1: Ah well today we wanted to mention EcoStrips Laundry Detergent, which is a eco-friendly way of washing your clothes. So these strips are they're basically a dissolvable form of washing powder that are in strips and you just chuck it in the washing machine, but all the packaging is zero waste and compostable and a key thing with this is that they work at cold temperatures, which obviously saves a lot of energy and also saves you money when using your washing machine. But mm. the cold temperature thing also applies for any detergent you're using. So even if you're still buying the ones that's in a plastic bottle, these brands are making these things work at cold temperatures in a step towards being more sustainable. Oh. I use a brand called... Cover and I just found out that my local Whole Food shop refills it for me. Ah, yeah, and that's they take good. any container because a lot of these refill shops make you have a specific container, but as long as the thing says like 1.5 litres, I can just go and fill it up. So nice. excited for this to run out!
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> use it up. <laughs> but they're really good that you just tear off the strip, put it in, and then yeah. Away you go. And they were saying as well, because when you have like a jug of solution, if you're not, if you're more like, oh, that'll be enough. You know, like you end up using more or less than you need. But because it's a strip, you use the exact amount that you need to use. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't
1: before, you fill up the lid and then you're like, oh, I'll just add a bit more, make it smell. Yeah, it You smell. don't need yeah. to do that. Yeah. <laughs> also with True Earth... Because they are strips and in this lightweight packaging, they're saving about 94% more carbon emissions in transportation compared to other liquid detergents, oh, because I guess it's just really concentrated without the water. A lot of companies are making more concentrated solutions so that there is less transport costs and then you use less, but... People are just used to using a certain amount, aren't they? Mm. So
0: pay attention. (laughs) I like this idea. I'm hoping to see a lot more of this kind of thing. I'd never heard of the strips before, so I think that's really interesting. Thanks, Rachel, for sending this idea in and bringing it to our attention. Yeah, shout out to Rach. She's been using them and she loves them. Next up, it's interview time. And this week's guest is just transforming the secondhand activewear space. It is quite amazing. She releases collections which sell out in sometimes under an hour, it's crazy. And her product is incredibly interesting, so stay tuned. Must say I'm a bit bittersweet about doing this interview because the more people that know about it, the more competition, Um, and we'll get to this because they do sell out very quickly, sometimes on the day they're released. But before we start, hello Chloe. Hello, thanks for having me. Great to have you on. (laughs) I'm very excited. First, I wanted to know a bit more about you. So yeah, tell us about you. Who are you? So
2: I am a uh, marketing consultant. I've worked in marketing for seven or eight years now, which sounds very scary. (laughs) Uh, I've worked (laughs) for a mixture of tech brands and Mostly startups and more recently within the sort of beauty and sustainable fashion space. So that's where the idea for Good Fit came from, really, originally. Oh, what else to tell you about me? I have always been a big secondhand buyer i gave up buying any new clothes about two years ago and have found it very easy to do it is a lot easier in london obviously but i think there are lots of great channels and apps popping up all over the place that makes it really easy to do so i haven't struggled at all the only area that i had struggled with was activewear hence the idea and Uh good fit i i have been a depop seller for about three years. I was a top seller for a period of time. That was just a fun thing that I started doing at uni, which I really enjoyed and liked giving my clothes another lease of life after I'd finished with them. And I have a small dog called Klaus who really loves to feature in every photo shoot that we've done so far. (laughs) Oh. Oh, nice. So what is he on the Instagram? he makes a very brief appearance uh, <laughs> but i think he would like to be on it a lot more <laughs> and i have considered making him a good fit mascot oh.
0: and making him a
2: second-hand t-shirt out of activewear to wear our walks <laughs> in the
0: park <laughs> oh upcycling exactly <laughs> nice that's really cool and so do you do good fit part-time to your consultancy marketing c- consultancy role
2: Yes. At the moment, since lockdown, it's been about a 50-50 split, but I'm hoping for it take up more of my time as it grows in the next
0: few months. So getting into GoodFit, can you tell us a bit about how it works? What is it? Yes. Yeah, so GoodFit
2: is a platform for conscious consumers to buy, swap and donate their secondhand book basically like new activewear so the Mm -hmm. aim is for the buying experience to be just as good as buying new we try to keep our prices really reasonable and um how it works is we source lots of great clothes from lots of different areas and this is sort of an area that's been growing since we started so originally it was items from friends family that we knew that weren't using them then it was looking at other secondhand sources so local charity shops uh various other flea markets and things within the south london area and then over time it's grown to include donations from influencers who get things that they are never going to wear which is why you'll often see like almost brand new things with tags Mm. we get gifts that people no longer want pr samples pretty much everything that people have either been given and they're never going to use or have bought for a particular fitness goal that they then haven't achieved you'll find that the active wear space compared to others is really fast moving because people buy a lot of items for a specific goal and either reach that goal and then can't fit into the items or never mm. reach the goal and never wear the items yeah so we find a lot of people have got a lot of items that they're they're sat on that they're not using so we source yeah. those items uh, and then we Obviously, give them a very good wash, (laughs) which is a question (laughs) we always get asked about. We like to group them based on the seasonality. So we're making sure that the customers are getting the items at the right time of the year. Mm. And then we package them up into collections that feel almost like a brand new shopping experience.
0: Yeah, that's honestly so cool. Yeah,
2: it's really fun and really rewarding to see people really getting on board. And we also offer people the opportunity to donate and swap for store credits so that they can then buy other pre-loved items.
0: Oh. oh, that's great. I think it's so cool because there is definitely a gap when it comes to sustainable active wear. Um, I think the reassuring thing about good Goodfit as well is the fact that these clothes are kind of vetted through you, you know, and they're cleaned and you ensure the utmost quality. Can you tell me a bit about, like, do you think it's actually any cleaner than a new item, your cleaned items? We have spoken
2: to a lot of different people within the cleaning space and done a fair amount of research into this. And there is lots to suggest that there is very little difference between buying new and buying from us. Partly because items that you buy in a shop may have been tried on by many, many people beforehand. So that's something to factor in. A lot of items are returned and have also been worn. So just by being new doesn't necessarily mean that they're that clean. clean. If anything, I would like to think that they're probably cleaner from us by the time they get to you. And anything that isn't is very much removed and used for another purpose
0: yeah it's such a good point though because i think that's the key thing when you think about activewear you're like oh i don't know if i feel comfortable buying some activewear that someone else has worn but having a brand like yours means that you can kind of buy with a lot more confidence yeah we do have a
2: rating system for our items so anything you'll see Mm -hmm. on the site will Meet a criteria from brand new with tags to good but used condition. So it's really clear for the customer when they're buying what condition the item is. So we're very transparent about if there's a small mark, if there is a small hole, etc. Although it's worth mentioning that we do work with a seamstress who will fix items for us so if items come to us which is again very often the case where people will say oh I just snagged my leggings on a walk we will do everything to make sure that we can fix
0: them and get them back in circulation that's great now I'd love to know why this is important to you what was the problem that you saw here and why did it kind of really hit hit home for you that you wanted to do something about
2: it so as I mentioned before I gave up Buying anything new for two years, managed to do that very easily, with the exception of activewear and finding activewear. As a per, as a quite an active person, I wanted to find things like new leggings, and I just wasn't able to do it very easily. And I wasn't that confident about the condition that I would receive them in if I had found them. So, mm. alongside the increased interest in pre-loved, sustainable all the sort of areas of fashion that people are now really focusing on, it felt like a really good time to look into giving customers a much better way that they could trust and buy active wear. Through having conversations with friends, I found that the biggest blocker was understanding the condition, how the items yeah. have been used, and feeling confident that they would get an item that they would want to wear and would be able to use. Was the sort of was the biggest challenge really. So I wanted to solve that
0: and why do you think people listening should care about buying activewear secondhand I mean I think it's you know part of a
2: much bigger issue around the amount of clothes that are in circulation so so many clothes I've worked with several other sustainable uh, fashion brands and I know that there's just so many clothes I think there's a stat that says there's you know 20 items of clothing for every person in the world so there's just a crazy amount of clothing circulation and I just think it's such an important thing that we should be looking into I think for example some of the items that we receive people obviously consider to be unusable Uh, for example last week we received a top with a small stain on with a small amount of effort we were able to remove and that item mm. is you know is discarded and I think it's just really important that people consider how they can make their clothes last longer how they can get more use out of clothes and if they can't then how they can pass them on and give them someone else to use rather than go out and buy new
0: yeah and as well donating your clothes to good fit is quite an effortless way of doing that because sometimes there's that kind of effort associated but by brands like yours it's actually really easy like you took the stain out of that top and it's got a new lease of life. Yeah, and we like to think it's easy and fun.
2: We will send out so how it works if somebody did want to swap or donate an item, they would just drop us an email, we would send them out a bag for them to put the items in, they send it back to us, we'll cover the cost of the postage, and they would get credit to then put towards a new pair of girlfriend collective leggings, for example.
0: Wow. So we like to think it's fun. Yeah. And easy. And oh, and then obviously what everyone's thinking is, how can I buy? How how, how can people buy these clothes? yes
2: yeah, so if you sign up for our mailing list, then you will get early access. So twenty four hours before everybody else will get access. And I would highly recommend doing that because as you might have seen, they sell out really quickly. Yeah. We've had everything go within an hour of the collection being launched.
0: Wow, that's amazing! Yeah, because I've looked at, I've seen stuff come up on your Instagram before, and being like, "Oh, that's lovely," and then you look through the thing, and everything's sold out, which is great, but also, you know, it shows you need to be on it. Definitely,
2: but that's you know, mm. that's why we're really working on um lots of other exciting things so that we can keep up with the demand
0: <laughs> and yeah. make sure that
2: we've got something at the point when a customer is actually looking to buy a piece of activewear.
0: Yeah. That makes sense because, and I can see that there would be a lot of potential with this. Where do you see Good Fit going? What do you see as the future?
2: I mean, I have many, many visions for it, <laughs> but I mean, in the short term, the things we're working on at the moment is. Um, establishing a few partnerships with gyms in London so that we can have Mm -hmm. a good fit bin in their gyms so that people, when they're going to classes, can drop the items that they no longer use into the bin, scan a QR code, and then they'll receive credit either from us or through the gym that they've been to to put towards classes. Yeah. That's cool. And also looking at partnering with brands who would love to be able to offer a sustainable option and a way for their customers to donate the items that they no longer use so that's another area mm. that we'll be focusing on
0: that's really cool yeah there's it's just having that outlet isn't it really um so lots of stuff to come and it is a kind of really nice experience
2: yeah exactly and all the other things that a customer would expect and want to see from buying new so returns any issues with the product we will cover all of that so they can you can really feel assured that if you're buying something it's not right for you we won't make you keep it (laughs) we encourage you to return it if it's not right rather than you know hold on to something again that you're not going to wear
0: yeah that is really great i'm honestly i'm convinced by this idea i think it's brilliant and thank you so much for coming on it's been fun yeah thank you for having me
1: thanks for that chloe that was such a good interview like i'm definitely a sucker i don't really buy any clothes but i do what buy activewear so this is such yeah you a were great saying that idea. the other day yeah exactly mm. and like i don't know i never really think to you never see them like, active wear in charity shops or anything. Like, I've got old, pe- other people's, like, my friend's old active things, but I haven't really ever bought secondhand. second hand. So, yeah, I'll definitely look into that. You can follow them on Instagram, which is at the.goodfit.
0: Yeah, and get on that mailing list to get the early access. That's my key takeaway. But, yeah, I'm going to be watching you like a hawk now. You sure you don't want to wrap up in your grisly voice? (laughs) Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more episodes about more sustainable innovations. And we'll be back in two weeks. See ya.